Welcome to Fight Mike, the fight game with a twist. Welcome to Fight Mike, my name is Ahmed El Hooli and my co-host is Mr. Billy Hussain. Welcome Billy, what's going on? Ahmed, how are you brother? All's good here. Uh, very well buddy, big weekend in boxing, local, international, you name it, it's all happening. Let's start. Yeah, definitely. Let's start um, at, at the very top, Billy. Terence Crawford and Mr. Benavidez. What a fight. Fun fight to watch. Yeah, I watched it this morning. Um, <laughs> Terence Crawford, what can you say? Pound for pound, number one boxing in the world. Do you, do you reckon he's number King. one? Yeah, you know what? On my uh, list, obviously, you know, subject to arguments and each to their own. But on my list, is definitely number one. Uh, just love everything about him. And today, <laughs> again, he proved why. He missed it. For me, why is number one. He missed that hook in at the uh, weigh-in, but during the fight, it definitely landed, man. I think that was, that was basically the turn of the fight. <laughs> you know what? A lot of fighters do talk, talk a lot during the week of the fight and and all that. And as you know, in boxing, man, it just counts in the ring. Um, I think Crawford didn't want to hit him at the weigh-in. He could have landed if he wanted to, but he sure didn't miss fight night where it all counts. Yeah, I think you're just hyping it up. Over the last couple of weeks, we've seen fighting in general being hyped up with many events. And I think he goes, why not? He sells tickets. Let's make it happen. Yeah, look, um, in the last few weeks, as you know, um, the World Tour with um, Wilder and Tyson Fury has been going crazy. Yeah. It's um, a lot of pushing and shoving and banter happening there. Then the UFC with Habib Magomedov and Conor McGregor, uh, you know, I don't need to tell you, the whole world knows what happened there. So now Terence Crawford and Benavides at the weigh-in, he almost erupted there. And even at the at their media workouts, they they came, you know, they came close to punching on. I mean, I mean Benavides talked about Crawford's mum, and they're starting to get personal now, you know. So it's not a way for me coming from, you know, the what I believe from a promoter, boxing trainer, what have you, I don't believe it's the right way to promote a fight when you bring race, religion, or families involved. Keep it between the two of you. Even trainers shouldn't get involved. I don't like trainers get involved. It's between the fighters so they can go at it themselves. But, yeah, obviously it sells. And it's, it's for the UFC, it killed it. And now um, let's see um, what happens with Wilder and um, Fury. Yeah, I mean, um, we've seen uh, Terence and Benavides uh, from literally not not many people talking about the fights. All of a sudden, everybody wants to know what's going on. I mean, I'm I'm very interested to see the ratings, but he definitely took the fight up a notch because every single media outlet was pushing it. Channel Seven in Australia gave it a mention and even mentioned mentioned the um, actual fight. How Terence Crawford was once was once again victorious and so on and so on. And I have not seen that happen in a long time, other than, you know, your real megastars, your Mayweathers and Pacquiao's and so on. Yeah, I think maybe because of the Horn fight, he's more familiar with Australian fight fans that he beat Horn to win the World Weight World title. Good point. So, they probably, yeah, they gave me that plug that, you know, uh, with Horn and Mundine being announced this week, um, coincidence that, 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 
Crawford was fighting on the same weekend and they just probably gave it a plug knowing that the training five friends are familiar with the name. But you know what? Whether you're Australian or wherever you are, if you're a five fan, you know Crawford. Everybody knows Terence Crawford. But but Crawford, what a fighter. Yeah, he's definitely um uh, he's definitely achieved many amazing accomplishment uh, accomplishments. He went to uh, Scotland and beat Burns there and proved a point and brought the, the belt back. And ever since then, he's been untouchable. He's won up multiple weight divisions. He can fight orthodox. He can fight southpaw. The guy's a freak. So interesting to see who he fights next. What happens? He's, he's been calling out um, Errol Spencer a fair bit, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, I, I, can't, I cannot see that fight happening. Like Errol Spence says, we're on separate sides of the street. Oh, One's with ESPN Plus and Top yeah. Rank. The other one's with Showtime and Al Heyman. So that's definitely on different sides of the street. Yeah. And that, that comes out of uh, Ter- um, and Errol Spence's mouth. Uh, right now, you know, unless you're with the same network and the same promoter, it's not happening these days. It's, 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 that's the politics of boxing. Um, hence why you don't see the mega fights happen straight away unless the two networks that are investing money in the fighter or the promoters sit down and work out a deal the way Pacquiao and Mayweather did and Tyson and Lewis did back in the days and um yeah it's 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 that's the business boxing business but what a fight that will be that's the, that's the Sugar Ray Leonard Thomas Hearns of our era that's the sort of fight that we're going to see if they do fight it will be unbelievable it will be absolutely fireworks so let's hope it does happen though let's hope it does happen um anyway i mean bud crawford does it once again benavides brave great effort took him all the way basically just fell short i don't think he was going to win the fight but you know he took him almost 12 rounds which um doesn't happen does not happen often for mr bud crawford moving on Yes, it was Benavides' first loss, but let me tell you, even though with a loss, his stocks go up high. 100%. He showed tremendous heart. He showed a lot of boxing skills. I mean, like I said to you, he's fighting pound for pound, the number one fighter in the world. Um, he stretched him. You've seen what Bud's been doing to every opponent. He fought him in Omaha, Nebraska, in his hometown, and he had everything against him. And, the, you know, he, he's got all the skills in the world to become world champion himself. I mean, they come from a fighting family. His brother was a former WBC super middleweight world champion. Yeah, yeah. David Benavides, his younger brother. Yeah. Um, they're a great fighting family, and they're all talented. The, the skills he showed tonight, uh, today in the fight was unbelievable. I mean, he could have got away with it against any other fighter, but against Crawford, he wouldn't have got away with it. He didn't get away with it, but, man, I was impressed with him, and his stocks go up, and I can't wait to see him fight again. Absolutely, absolutely. He's definitely a um, a prospect to uh, keep an eye out for. Um, moving on, we've got a huge fight happening in our country. Two Australians, Jeff Horn, Anthony Mundine. He's called it his last fight. Give me a few thoughts. I mean, every time we think Mundine is down and out, he comes back. He performs. He beat Tommy Brown in January when everybody wrote him off. He, he stopped him. Uh, what the hell is going to happen? 
You know what? To, to Mundine's credit, he's very persistent. He's aggressive in his approach when he wants something. He goes out there and get it. On this very show in January after his win against Tommy Brown, we had him exclusive on this show. He told us, I will fight Jeff Horn and I'm going to get that fight. Yeah, he did call prove it. Everyone. He called it himself and he went out there and searched and hunted and he got it. That's credit to him. Yeah, he, he definitely doesn't take a backward step. Good old Troc. I mean, and you know what, Bill? He made a great point. He said, mate, when he came into boxing, everyone was fighting at RSL. He put boxing back on the map. I think sometimes we, we don't give the man in, enough credit. He did revitalize the sport when the sport was down and out. And whoever says no is denying the man he, the honor and his real credentials and the impact he's had on this sport. I mean, you would have seen it well, firsthand. I can tell you right now. I mean, from 96, 97, when I got involved with the pros heavily, 96, 97, 98, 99, we were fighting in Newtown RSL, Bankstown Sports Club, Bankstown RSL, um, Fairfield RSL, and all them. You know, you know, all these sort of RSL clubs. You're right. He, he's 100% right. Then we started fighting in arenas, you know, State Sports Centre back then. Um, you had uh, Entertainment Centre. Then we started fighting in stadiums. You had, uh, you know, Sydney Football Stadium, ANZ Stadium. We have massive stadiums, Adelaide Oval. You've got Suncorp Stadium now. I mean, you know, I mean, I know, I know Costa Zoo did it, but but this guy actually did it back to back, back to back, back to back, and he gave a lot of Aussies, Aussie boxers opportunities to fight him. He defended his title. A few of our boys, we've had three or four boys involved with fights with Anthony Mundine. He not only gave them opportunities to fight for a world title or just to be in one mega fight on pay-per-view, he gave them career-high paydays that they've never seen in their lives. So he's the Floyd Mayweather of Australian boxing. Whether we like it or not, he was the Floyd Mayweather of Australian boxing. He took it to another level. He took it to another notch. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's 50 fights. And all his fights have been on main event pay-per-view bar one that Tommy Brown fight was on live, live on Fox Sports. Which is still a that's, fair effort. That's, that's crazy. They're talking about he's made like a career earning of 30 to $40 million. That's unheard of for someone from down under. Australia. From down under Australia with, yeah. with only 100 to 150 registered professional boxing boxers. So when you look at it, the guy's done wonders for the sport. You can't deny it, love him or hate him. He's he's made it. You know, like, it, 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 the media that he got from you know for us through him, the media we got, the kids that are coming through the ranks, the the opponents, the guys that fought on his undercard. He brought controversy in. He brought everything in. The mainstream. We never heard boxing in the mainstream. Yeah. He brought, he revived it. He gave it mouth to mouth. The glory days of the 80s with, with guys like Barry Michael and Lester Ellis. He brought it back. Anthony Mundine brought it back. And now yet again, at the age of 43, he's going again to someone else's backyard, Suncorp Stadium. They're expecting 40 to 50,000 people. He's fighting a, a former world champion, Peter Legend in Manny Pacquiao, 
lost a, a, a future legend in Terence Crawford. Jeff Horn. Definitely no no pushover. His um he his only loss was to Bud Crawford, and there's there's no shame in that because he's knocking everyone out. Um, but Ahmed, do you know what you know what astonishes me sometimes that people say a boxing's dead, boxing's Australia's no good. <laughs> Hang on, last February we had twenty five thousand people in um Adelaide over watching Green and Mundine. Yeah, and then Horn. Horn and Pacquiao drew over fifty thousand people. Yeah, that's more than NR- than NRL games, like literally. NRL grand final, yeah, hundred percent. Then we've got, then we've got even Monday soccer. Versus- what are we even talking about? It draws more than soccer, and soccer is meant to be a sport that's, that is thriving. Yeah. Yeah. Then we got, then we got Mundine and Horn coming up, and expecting fifty thousand plus as well. Minimum. So where 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 is it that we're dying? You know what? Where is it? Just because listen, the, the the dynamics, everything's evolving now. Everything's becoming through streaming. Who? No one cares to sit behind your box at home to watch it on main event pay per view or Fox or no one sits at home anymore. Everyone's watching it on their laptops or on their iPads or on their phones. You can be anywhere and watch boxing. You, I guarantee you, put boxing from in Australian boxing that's streamed to your phone. People will be watching it. Viewers will come back. One hundred percent. You try to put you you try to put the right fights on, and people are more than happy to watch them. The issue is, it's getting suppressed from too many outlets, from too many government bodies, because that they, they don't like the sport. Let the sport be. It's a sport like every single other sport. Introduce drug testing. Introduce rules. Have officials. You know, rules that are going to actually govern the sport, not work in people's favors. And you know. Definitely. And watch the sport thrive. It will thrive. It's in everyone. Everyone wants yeah. to get, wants to jump in that ring. Well, not everyone. Most people even like to experience one fight, or like to experience the training or the sparring. It, it, males in general are born with that in them. They like to, you know, get in, into the fighting scene, be be involved, be a part of it. As long as it's all done within within the rules of the of the, of the law and the land, there's nothing wrong with that. But well, I'm, I'm a corporate boxing. It's so popular right now in Australia, it's not funny. There's more corporate fight nights than there is professional boxing amateur fight nights. There you go. And, you know, and that's all credit to guys like Anthony Mundine who made it mainstream. Yeah. Anthony Mundine made this game in Australia mainstream. We, we, we got to see it on TV. We got to see it in the newspapers. We got to see it everywhere. So credit goes, you got to give credit to the guy, to the man. Um, Absolutely. Whether whether he's over the hill or not, who knows? Only he knows. Only he knows what he's able to do and what he takes on challenges, and he's always come great. He's when you write him off, he comes back. Absolutely. So I'm really looking forward to see what he brings on November 30, and and you can't write off Jeff Horn, mate. He's a young bull. He's willing. He's determined, and he wants to win the world title again. So, and it's this is the, probably the biggest, honestly, probably the biggest fight in his career. I know Pacquiao. Was a legend, and now oh, sorry, is a legend. And but this one on home soil, when you fight another Aussie versus Aussie, it's a massive fight for him. And not only that, it's his first, he's rebounding from his first loss. So, and he, it, it was no easy loss too. Crawford really put put his foot down. So let's see, let's see how he he does react. Let's see what happens when he's in adversity. Let's see 
how he bounces back mentally more more than just physically. So we'll see how we go. That's a difference. That's exactly right. Because the difference is Mundine's been knocked out and come back and won titles. Been knocked out and come back. Been beat and come back. Can Jeff Horn do it? Good question. We'll find That's out. That's a question. Can he do it? Can he do it? When Anthony Mundine clicks him, when Anthony Mundine roughs him up, he's a bigger guy. You've got to remember, Anthony Mundine's a lot bigger. There's a there's a catch weight of 71 kilos. Jeff Horn's last fight was at 66.65 welterweight. He's coming up almost 5 kilos or whatever it is, 4 kilos. And is there a hydration limit? I think there's a cutoff weight of 75. And for those of you that don't know what a hydration limit is, that after the fighters weigh in, how much weight are they allowed to gain? So is it one kilo, two kilos, three kilos? So they're basically putting on, they're putting a limit so fighters don't bulk up too much and gain the advantage. Or some people think it's not an advantage. Yes, was yeah. So. Yeah, sometimes it's safety. Yeah. Um, Anthony, Anthony was comfortable with that. That was part of their conditions, obviously. I think. So, I mean, the contracts are signed, so all parties are accepted and they're comfortable with it. And um, I just think it's a great fight for Australian boxing. I love when two Australians, Australians fight. And, I mean, you know, they, they – I remember the next day after the press conference, I, I listened to a couple of radio stations that had clip, uh, bits and pieces from the press conference. So, it is an interest in it. Absolutely. Absolutely, and it, it, the whole country will be watching, no matter what anyone says, I can almost guarantee it. There will be a huge, huge base of people watching. Um, let's talk about another Australian prospect who fought last night, uh, so Saturday night, in Brisbane or Queensland. Um, Liam Paro, great performance. He fought a German. It was a step up in opponent. He he looked absolutely mag- magnificent. I don't think he even lost it. He maybe did he even lose a minute of of that fight, Billy? I don't know. You know what, Ahmed? Um, maybe I'm a bit biased. Uh, I um, I got I got a lot of interest in Liam Parra, as you're probably aware that myself and the Dicala family are very close. Um, Alfie Dicala, the trainer of Liam Parra, who I believe. I'm not, I'm not going to call him a prospect anymore. He's 15 and 0, and he's ranked number six by the WBO in the 140-pound light welterweight. So I'm not going to call him a prospect anymore. So in Australia, he's up there. In a, he should be in the top 10 pound for pound list. Right now, they got, haven't got him in there. He definitely should be in there after this after this amazing win. No, he didn't lose a minute of any of the rounds or anything. Not even a second. On paper, when this fight was signed, on paper was. When I say we, is because I speak to Angelo and Alfie a lot. So um, I, I viewed the video of the opponent they picked, and I thought it was going to be a tough, tough test for Liam. I really did believe, you know, finding fight a guy from Germany who are well-schooled, uh, well-schooled and skilled and um, everything about him, defensively, they were nice. Oh, my God. From the, the minute the bell went, can this kid fight? Reflexes, speed, power. He had everything, and um, he's so he composed. Put on, he put on a performance. So composed for a twenty-two-year-old, isn't he? Yeah, he's and that's right. credit to his um, team. And he's actually got that's a style. Credit to, 
He's actually got a actually a style about him. He's got fluency. He's he's he's, he's really slick. And that's and I haven't seen that I haven't seen that in an Australian boxer in a long time. Normally they're really fit and they're aggressive and they're on the front foot and they're putting the pressure on, and that's how usually they get caught coming in and so on and so on. But this guy's actually got he's got skill. He's slick. He's got style. Very very similar to Paul Fleming. He is very similar. Um, they, when I say they're cocky, not cocky as in arrogant, cocky as in confident, confident in their ability. You know, they, they shake their hands out a little bit, they um, loosen up, and they, you know, when the time to put pressure on, they actually put pressure on to close the show, which which Liam did last night. He was very, very impressive. you got to remember something. There's been a lot of hype about this kid in Brisbane and in Australia. Last night was the first time he's been televised. I don't care what anyone says. That had to play a big part on his mind leading up to that fight. Thinking, far out, the whole Australia's going to watch me. Uh, I better put on a performance. You know, you know, he, had to, he wanted to impress the promoter, Angelo Di Carlo, who, you know, investing in him and believing in him. And he wanted to impress his sponsors and, most of all, impress his trainer. So you're going in there with high expectations. So you're going you're to try even harder than what you used to. But he showed... He showed like he'd been in there 50,000 times. Nothing faced him. He was so relaxed. He set everything up with a nice jab and just boxed nice from a range. And, and, and when he wanted to put the punches together, he put them together well. He hit the body awesome. I mean, he changed his levels very nice. I mean, at times when he was aggressive, he looked amazing. I loved when he was going forward and, and put it on. And he just closed the, the show and the kid quit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was definitely a performance... Uh, if you haven't watched the fight yet, go and watch it. Find the replay, wherever it is. He's yeah. one. He's one to watch. Um, Ahmed. He's really, really one to watch because he, he doesn't talk it up. He doesn't. Um, last night was a coming out party. He like he he introduced himself with his performance. He didn't talk about himself leading up to the fight. He just promoted the show because out of respect for his promoter for for putting on a massive show for him. He promoted the show. He wasn't coming out there talking about how good he was and what he was going to do, how he was going to do it. No. They were just promoting the show, reminding people if you can't get to the venue. Mate, Ace Boxing Promotions do an amazing job. That, that amazing was a great job. show last night. I mean... Mate, the, 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 way, the way they set up the venue, the lighting, the entertainment, the production, everything was A+. plus. Everything they did. And, and I could tell you firsthand, they look after every fighter and their trainer like no other promoter in the world does. Angelo physically picks everybody up himself, takes them, has breakfast with them, dinners, lunches. Angelo, we're talking about the promoter here. Nowhere in the world the promoter gets out of his office, let alone get in his car to pick up people from the airport. Wow. And and and, and Liam is repaying them back by just discipline and performing. He's, he's very, 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 very good for the game of boxing. He could be the face of Australian boxing within a year. Let's hope. Alfie DiCarlo, yeah. an up-and-coming trainer. And I don't know how many fighters out Alfie wants to train. I know, he's a, I know he's a busy guy with his lifestyle and what he does. But, man, what you know, like, what a job. What a great job he's done with, with Liam. What a great job. Just the communication and the bond they've got is second to none. The time, the time that Alfie puts in is, is, is phenomenal. 
phenomenal for a guy that's got running his own businesses. Time he puts into a fighter is, is like no one like no one I've seen that's got a massive you know building companies going on himself and his own life, private life. So credit to the team, Team De Carlo and Team Paro, mate. What a crack of a show and what a card. A few of the fights on the undercard there, well. And even Angelo told me tonight that two or three fights that were off air could have gone fight of the year candidates as well. They were off air. Wow. There you go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Liam Paro is the name. Keep an eye out for him. We'll definitely be having him on the show very soon. Follow him on Facebook, on Instagram, where wherever you're on. I'm sure you'll find him somewhere. That's all from us. That's our comeback show. Um, looking forward to uh, joining you guys in the upcoming weeks. We'll be coming to you live now weekly. Um, that's all from us. Billy, any last words? Yeah, mate. Um, it's good to be on um, Fight Mike again. Love these shows. And uh, trust me, boxing, boxing's alive, and and I love it, and especially down under, a lot, a lot of promotions, a lot of kids in the gym, and can't wait to see the next champion come out of Australia. Hopefully, Andrew Maloney. I mean, uh, sorry, Jason Maloney, the next one. Jason Maloney. Yeah, he's fighting on the um uh, the World Boxing Super next Series. Weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Yeah. So we'll definitely. Feature him on the on the show next week. Join us then. Stay tuned. There will be regular updates through our, our Instagram channel at Fight Mike. Make it happen, ladies and gentlemen. Follow us. Stay up to date. Thank you very much for listening to Fight Mike. Can't be touched.